This is the CMO of GaiaX, Vasilia Orfano. This is our newest podcast series. GaiaX is a newly aspiring, rising European association, and together with you, we can develop a new concept of data infrastructure ecosystem based on the values of openness, transparency, sovereignty, and interoperability. Join us today at GaiaX and be part of this technological ecosystem. Hello, hello, hello. This is Vasilia Orfano, CMO of GaiaX. We are having here today with us a wonderful Stuart, Stuart McIntosh, CEO and founder of Opus VL. Good morning, Stuart. How are you? Good morning. Just fine, thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you very much for your availability today. I know that you have a really, really busy schedule, so availing 20 to 25 minutes for, for Guy X, I think this is wonderful for our, our audience. Uh, Stuart, if you can take me a, a little bit through your um, uh, experience, uh, where it all started, uh, your experience, your expertise, just give me uh, a couple of details about your background. Yeah, no problem. So I guess I came originally from electrics, electronics and into uh, computers in the uh, 90s. And uh, after various projects in communications, I, I moved to open source around 1995. And, and really, I've been exclusively on free and open source software in everything I've done since then. Uh, I set up Opus VL in 1999 with the purpose of, uh, of bringing open source to organizations in public and private sector. Uh, and that's uh, developed over the over that period um, in the health sector well, public sector, maybe for 10, 12 years um, working on policy as well as technology. And in the last seven years or so uh, around the health sector, uh, which I started by connecting with the NHS, UK NHS open source program. Uh, and in recent years, uh, worked quite uh, uh, a lot with the NHS um, in in clinical and non-clinical projects. So non-clinical, such as billing uh, and finance and, and clinical projects, uh, such as managing, uh, supporting data systems and de developing data systems, managing nursing observations, uh, COVID management, uh, screening, sepsis screening and other um, such things. And th this is really from a thinking from a systems perspective rather than from an application perspective. Stuart, uh, obviously you've been working uh, for the health sector. It could have been a different sector, but you've chosen to dedicate yourself into this direction. So I presume that you obviously uh, wish to equally create more social impact and, uh, let's say, reinvent the sector or even improve how uh, the sector is currently handled. How do you believe GaiaX can support or facilitate, let's put it this way, in this direction? So you're right, I'm interested in this sector. I am a customer as well as a contributor and a stakeholder. So I have, as most of us are, we have several several roles in this in this sector. Um, how what GaiaX can do? Well, um, the 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 design of GaiaX, the standards based approach uh, on a on a kind of continental and of course international scale, enables uh, the opportunity to build applications that can be uh, consumed across the uh, a much wider marketplace without necessarily some of the commercial barriers that otherwise might be there without some of the lock-ins or some of the, the cloud-based lock-in um, and the ability because of this open source nature from the start, the values of Gyrex with the open standards and open source and, and the general open approach 
um, that enables a lot more collaboration. So it, it's the opportunity there is to to create some significant scale of very valuable applications, which are not only going to be safe, but flexible um, and appropriate for the users as well. So there's there's, there's, a, there's a significant opportunity that Gyrex creates across this this space. Let me ask you the following. Uh, in terms of your vision, obviously in your company, you're currently building a series of products that would further enable health. If you can take me through a little bit what you're currently building and how this is associated with Gaia-X or how Gaia-X can further enable what you do, uh, what we would, we would say to our audience. Okay, so uh, we we tr we're, we're trying to build as little as we can in some respects because a lot of the a lot of the tech is already there. Um, one key component is the the way data is stored. So um, so I'll touch on that. I'll explain a little bit about the one of the key components of a healthcare system, uh, and that is the the let's say the filing system. So many databases are are designed to, to be very easy to write and even systems, if we come away from the technology, are very easy to put things in, like it's very easy to put letters through a letterbox. Um, the, the trick is once they're, they're in, how do you file them so that you can always get the very right bit of data and the context around how the data was collected at the right point across any care setting for any reason? Because healthcare conditions don't necessarily care about where your last appointment was or what region you're in. If they happen, they happen. And sometimes they're planned, sometimes they're unplanned. And then if you go to the mental health arena, they can be even more complicated because physical conditions can manifest when there was no previous sign of them. Uh, and, and of course, the treating of uh, um, mental health conditions is, is, a, is a different set of uh, challenges to, to physical health. So, so it's a, the, the underlying data is quite complex. Um, and and it's really important to make sure things are filed correctly. The from the research, we we ran a a two year project funded by Innovate UK from 2018 to 2020, and that uh, was uh, significantly funded and allowed us to spend a lot of time evaluating what is the what is the best option for data storage. Because if that's not right, it, it kind of doesn't matter about the apps too much because they're never going to really give you everything you need if you haven't got this data model right. Um, we were aware and we'd used a, a standard called OpenAir. Uh, I say OpenAir, it's it's written open E-H-R, but it's it's pronounced OpenAir. Now that is a standard, it's an ISO standard. Um, and what it provides is a community-based approach to the definition of each clinical fact or, or the, 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 the standard of storing of each clinical fact. Um, one example could be blood pressure. Uh, it, it is it could be recorded as a, as, a, as a couple of numbers, but depending on the context and depending on the place it was recorded and why it was recorded, it could be perceived in different ways. Um, and, and it's not always just as simple as that. So you, you need some more information around that recording as you do allergies. If you have an, an allergy to uh, penicillin, it's, it's useful to know the context, whether that was a clinical test to scientifically evidence that you're allergic to it or that you turned up in A&E in a bit of a state and someone said, are you allergic? And you said, I don't know, I can't remember. And you, you get a, a different type of recording. So all of these things are, every single piece of data is, is crucially important. And there are a lot of facts. The human has a lot of data that could be relevant to, to 
um, healthcare. And then the other thing about this, we're talking about healthcare, but a lot of this data is is far wider than the point of treatment. A lot of this data uh, relates to before your life started. So genetics, some of it relates to the episodes of care during your life, and some of it could even relates uh, after it, it relating maybe to uh, any organs you may have donated or even uh, genetics for your um, children. So th th there's a lot of different aspects to this. Data is for life. Often systems, clinical systems aren't for life. They're for procurement cycles, uh, which isn't always best for the patient. So considering considering this set of challenges, uh, open air as a standard allows the specification, the semantic specification of, all this, of, the, of the data so it can be filed away in a very precise way that we know the context, we know why, when, how, who. The, the detail of how that is stored is designed by a community of professionals. So there may be two or three or 10 professionals who will examine that fact and come to a consensus as to what it should be. And if that later changes because of advances in um, understanding or, or science medication, then it can be revisioned as well. So each fact has version numbers and a different group of people may come along and, and through the community come to consensus that, that needs to change. So it's highly managed. Uh, it sounds quite onerous, but once you've got it right, uh, you, you've got it right. And it's far better than any other way of storing this data when it comes to digital engineers building applications on top. And I can talk about that in a moment. So, so this is a critical part of healthcare. Uh, open air is adopted in many places. It's, it's one of the largest healthcare opportunities that, that just isn't really understood. Um, but there, there's uh, nations. Norway has uh, a, a national commitment to it. Other Nordic areas, uh, Moscow, use it for their uh, systems. In the UK, the devolved nations have made commitments for national data platforms based on open air. Uh, and there's many, many more um, organisations, NHS trusts, European organisations and institutes who are investing in understanding not only the the standard, but how to implement the standard, the technology that you can use the standard within, and then the applications that can make then valuable use of that. Uh, our, our applications are sitting on top of that to bring this value out to the developers so they can they can build things. And the GIREX is the opportunity really to implement these pieces of technology and standards, which again, once you've got a standard way of doing health records, you could write an app in Germany and use it in um, Ireland quite easily because the data is the same. It's just a translation difference. Stuart, let me ask you something. Um, in terms of the current challenges that we have, especially during the pandemic and post-pandemic, I, I understand that we have much more challenges, mm. many more challenges than before. Uh, how uh, is the product that you're building ameliorating the current challenges that we have on one hand side? Uh, is it about uh, the lack the lack of standardization that creates further issues? The, 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 the fact that we have fragmentation of uh, how 
health data is actually being used. The fact that uh, there is no strategy mm. uh, across the um, the system, uh, for instance, um, and how uh, data are in fact um, delivered. Where do you see, let's say, the, the, the biggest challenges during and post-pandemic? And where do you actually see the application of your product and obviously GaiaX as a result? Well, I, I would say that this has an impact across all of the points you've made. Um, so one of the key issues is that the current economic model of the providers is not necessarily aligned. Um, not This isn't every case, but in many cases, is not aligned to the needs of the nation. So um, economically, it's, it's beneficial to have data put in silos for the person who's selling the silos. Um, so there is that, that kind of economic... Um, disincentive and again it's not absolute there, there are providers who are absolutely committed to um, another way but also some who, who aren't so we end up with fragmentation as a result of in some respects um, the customer not always knowing what they can expect for the uh, to buy something that is a nice feature but doesn't consider the interoperability of other systems um, and, and again lack of standardization Post-pandemic, I should mention, the, for example, pandemic and COVID, within, I think, the first uh, few weeks of the pandemic, it was the the, the system that I'm describing, the, the database, was able to manage the, the COVID data in a standard way. Um, unfortunately, there wasn't enough people to understand that to allow that to be adopted. Otherwise, the, the uh, European COVID data would have been standardised very rapidly. Um, so, so there are opportunities for standardization that this, that the pandemic has really illustrated when you have to move fast and, and you don't have the opportunity to, um, to, to work on some of the slower existing, uh, cycles and models. Uh, so yeah, we, we absolutely, this addresses that. Now, again, Gyrex, if we, if we look at, uh, open air as a standard and we look at how it's implemented, there's various technologies that operate it. If we had a situation where that became standardized in policy, across the, um, Europe, the, the Eurozone, across the European Commission uh, area, then the, the, that means that health records could be truly portable. Uh, you can consider them privacy, security and portability. Uh, it, it means that an app can, you can have an app from anywhere, just like the trains. You know, look at the, the trains across, um, across Europe. You can now go from any city to any city and that's because they're on the same tracks. That is the model that we're looking for. It's a national grid. It's a national network of data. Um, and, and the things like, is it secure? Is it safe? They need to be considered, but they're a different layer, not by obscurity, not by, it's not by locking them down that you make them safe. It's, it's different layers. And Gyrex, this is analogous. The, the approach to this healthcare data is absolutely analogous to the way that Gyrex has been uh, broken down into subcomponents uh, to, to be very clear about what each piece does. So the two work very nicely together. Um, and again, this, this would enable anyone who's on GAIA-X to, to create applications using these healthcare standards, this, this, this clinical data standard, let's say. Um, and that breaks down those key issues that you've, uh, that you've talked about. Stuart, um, on a final note, um... The, in order to, to decide on certain aspects, we need to mediate uh, between uh, 
what the policymakers are trying to achieve, but equally try to pragmatically see how certain applications could in fact be used uh, in the commercial sector. In other words, in order to, to create more of a streamlined approach, we need to mediate between what the policymakers are saying and on the other uh, the other side, what the market demand is. Uh, from your perspective, and given that you've held roles between the two in the past, uh, how do you think that this situation can be mediated for the greater social uh, impact and good for the greater community, let's put it this way? So I would start with um, that there does need to be some strength in policy here and there does need to be a respect for the innovative and creative industry. Um, Industry, open source, open standards, open approach thrives on challenges and creativity. It can react very well. So I I think um, by creating some stringent policy rules around, for example, data, whose data is it? Um, making sure that there is not the opportunity to lock in data that relates to the clinical safety and um, and the the livelihood of citizens must be a start. And actually, I, I would recommend that as a very strong policy around that to not tolerate providers who come along and say, "Well, here's our here's our system for your hospital, but you can't access the data." It's it's that should not be um, an option. That's where I go with policy. The industry will catch up. They, yes, of course, there'll be pushback because there's investing, in existing investments in technology. Um, but to make change, the, the policy, I think, has to lead here, given that it's possible for this to happen. And there's enough case studies and examples to, to get into that. Then you can start looking at, um, once you have a standardized data, you, you're really lifting up the level. We're, we're kind of, uh, we're, we're, le- we're raising the whole level up. So we're not kind of, competing on who's got access to the data and I've got the data or you've got the data and, and the kind of lower level, which was two decades ago problem. We, we bring a new challenge. We raise the challenge to say, given that the data is there, it's secure, it's private and it's standardized and it's common, who can create the best applications? Who can create the best way of providing this data to the nurse, to the consultant, to the surgeon, to the eng- to the citizen who's at home when they want to access their own records or even input from their smart device or uh, or, or if they're being cared for in the community. So we need to raise that level up rather than this, some of this commodity where, where the battles are now into a, into a new layer. And Gyrex can bring that with, with this common standardized technology uh, and having that, again, commoditized across Gyrex, then you've just changed the um, the place where people are then competing, creating and collaborating. Stuart, and as a final note, um, if when I first started with uh, GAIX, the reason uh, that I started in the first place is uh, that I saw that GAIX can bring an opportunity for more transparency and openness uh, into the field where it's very much needed because the current situation is kind of, um, let's say, monitored or uh, run by hyperscalers. Um, what is your opinion? If you were to to put, let's say, some of the keywords that Gaia X brings, I say transparency and openness would 
would be key. Which would be your take? Well, I, I certainly agree. Uh, transparency and openness and, and every everything that I'm interested in covers those. I don't believe there's value in lock-in. There's value in, 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 the, in the creativity and innovation. So I think uh, what Gaia X enables is, is this, um, this innovation. It enables greater collaboration, um, the opportunity to have more portability um, is there as well. So wider markets for people who are uh, creating, again, on a standards basis, we don't have to, instead of having 10 systems built for 10 states, you can have one system built for 10 states, but then another nine different systems. So the value, the overall value offering is uh, is by magnitude larger. So there's a lot of value there. I see new commercial models. Uh, if you consider the the tech shortage, um, and there's there's a significant, there has been a significant drain of skills because people have been consumers, not creators. GaiaX allows for uh, new ecosystems, new commercial models for people to create, develop, and then again create uh, very purpose specific solutions in a in a in an economically viable fashion. Uh, so yeah, there's huge economics uh, benefits, skills benefits, um, as well as these values of transparency, openness, and overall in the health sector, the of course it's about in, improving patient outcomes. Uh, this enables patient outcomes to be improved by commoditizing some of what is has been specialist applications or applications built for different continents who use different healthcare systems, which aren't necessarily appropriate for the. Uh, systems within within Europe. That's wonderful. Thank you very much, Stuart. It has been uh, such a pleasure having us with us uh, in uh, one of our GaiaX episodes. We would like to extend a warm invitation for the next series. We would like to hear more uh, from you. Uh, we would like to engage our community and inform them of exactly what you do uh, on this. We see uh, a very wide applicability across uh, the health sector and we really much appreciate that your take um, brings not only um, the commercial, let's say, product line sector, but it also brings a very wide understanding on how the health sector could further be enabled um, by using uh, Gaia-X. Uh, so thank you very much for your time. Pleasure to have you with us. Uh, let's soon uh, start another series of discussions with you when you have the chance. My pleasure. You're quite welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you very much.